engaging, enlightening. The Ken and Mike Show. And now, Ken and Mike. And good evening and welcome to the show, the Ken and Mike show. It is Tuesday night and it's 8 o'clock and I'm feeling right. (laughs) Wow. So listen, we have a lot to talk about. Um, We have a lot to talk about. We're going to dissect some things tonight. But Mike, before we do, I want to ask you something. How do you, how do you feel? How do you feel? Are you my psychiatrist? How do you, how do you feel, Mike? Feel. I feel tired. I had a long day today. You did? That's yep. how you feel? No, that's not how I feel. Uh, yeah. is, is it about feelings? Yes. It it's is all about, about feelings. My, it's all about, my, it's all about me. <laughs> that's Whether how you, you like it or not, it's uh, about me. It is about this you, This is right. the Mike show. I just put Ken in the I, I figured <laughs> that, you know, when we prep and stuff, I always hear I, I, I want to, yep, I, I want to, I, 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 I. Yeah, so, but you, so you feel, because I really want to know how you feel. It's always about me. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you how I feel. You should know already. I, I do know how you feel. You're feeling good. We're feeling good about the show. Listen, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. It's going to be a great show. We have a lot to cover, actually. We have a lot we to cover. We have a lot of details, a lot of things we're going to discuss tonight. It's going to be good. Um, so, stay tuned but let's, in. Uh, what did you think about, uh, that has nothing to do with the topic. That Go ahead. Tell, ask, ask me, though, Mike. But, uh, Momo. What did you think about Momo? So, <laughs> have you watched Momo? I haven't watched it, but you're talking about the overall look. Good-looking creature. Is that a is that a male, female? I don't know. What is it? Because we're going to be talking about gender in a little while. But right now, what, what is that one though? I will I will tell you on a serious note though. That's pretty freaky. Reminds, you know when I looked at it, it reminded me of that. What was that? Nightmare on Halloween. Whatever. That, the, oh, Nightmare on Elm that, Street. No, that Jim. Well, who was that guy that made the animated show with the nightmare? Oh my gosh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, that, nightmare that's what that, she kind of reminded me. Have you me watched of. that before? No. Has anybody else out, out, out there watched that? I did when I was a kid, actually. Not because I, I wanted to. It's just, I got forced. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like that movie, actually. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, Momo. What's your point? Uh, we're not. This wasn't part of the topic. Yeah, but that's um, fine though, Momo. But uh, I know that's what everybody's talking about on social media yeah. right now. It's pretty crazy. Uh, what is your opinion on it? It's I ridiculous. Think it's sick. But... Oh, well, let me tell you something. Here's what's interesting. About a couple of months ago, I uh, <laughs> I had my daughter is off doing something on my wife's phone, and I'm here. I'm like, what the heck is going on on the phone? And I hear these little voices like, Mama. I think I put too much makeup on and all this stuff. I'm like, what the heck is she watching? And I go over there and I realize she's watching, you know, I guess this is popular. I had no idea that she's watching other people play with their toy dolls. And people are making like buttloads of money playing with so dolls. So we need to stop doing this. We need to stop doing this. Ken and yeah, 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 well, some kid like made $22 million on YouTube playing with his dolls. So I guess we should start taking out the old Ninja Turtles or something like that. Oh, wow. So anyway, my point being though is that my wife immediately, she, as soon as she heard this, she was done with YouTube because I guess in some of that stuff, someone's coming in and, and somehow that's coming up. Yeah, it's, they're hacking yeah. your stream somehow yeah. and then they're telling you how to put your head in an oven you yep. want to, and you know, oh, kill your household. I didn't know stuff. any of this. Though. Oh, yeah. Wow, you're getting detailed. Yeah, yeah the yeah, Momo going. Thing. No, what, no, what no, that's what doing? I heard. I heard they're, they're telling yeah. kids you want to be a special kind of superhero yeah. and uh, oh my gosh. don't tell your parents this, but... Go into your go into the kitchen, turn on the gas valves and all that stuff. Are you and, serious? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. That's what I heard about the Momo all thing. Right. I might be completely wrong, but I was just like, if that's you're true, never wrong. No, I'm never. Yeah, wrong. you're never wrong. So everything else is good though. Yeah. Everything's good with me. My wife says everything's good. I mean, I, she said something to me about I don't know. I, I don't listen enough. I, I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know something like that. Welcome to being married. I'm totally joking. Um, so yeah. Also, I want to say thank you to Kathleen. Kathleen, last week. Oh, what an awesome call! That that we could have went on for hours. For hours, we got to have her back on the show though, because that was that was amazing. She full of information. she uh, works for works for a crisis center, and, and she's the real deal. She's the executive uh, director, isn't she? Of the yeah, director? of a light center. Yeah. And and the great thing about Kathleen, she she's in the trenches. If you think about it, I mean, yeah. in this day and age, where we see what's happening with abortion, mm-hmm. here it, it, her role is so needed, and she's doing it with passion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like she's making a million dollars doing it. She's doing it because she no, wants awesome. to change lives. It's really really awesome. So I put a plug in there for for you. I usually don't do that. She's like my little sister that I'm always picking on, but I will say that she's doing an excellent job. But I'll never say that again. So take that if you're listening, Kathleen. We have a lot of things we want to discuss. Yes. Um I'm going to embarrass uh, a guy I work with. Um, Who's that? 
Who's this guy? Uh, Marcelo. He, uh, um, I have to also, I'll, I'll publicly uh, apologize to him because some of our discussions at work have gotten very heated. Really? Oh, yeah. You know, because I'm a very animated person. No. <laughs> and, uh, but he's, he's asked some legitimate questions, and I'll go in his defense. Hmm. Um, when it come when it pertains to faith and it pertains to uh, things of the Christian doctrine and stuff like that, he's in a discovery mode. Okay, where he'll ask the questions, mm-hmm. whereas opposed to some people with these questions mm-hmm. are act are asking him just to be aggressive and try and put the the fault and the focus back on the Christians as mm-hmm. opposed to um, themselves of just what they have to do with the information they're getting. Okay, okay, so. Um, he bro- he had a couple of questions. I know he him and I battled back and forth about some stuff in Deuteronomy. Um, which which part? With stuff with um, you know if you have a if you have a slave and you beat him <laughs> within inches of his life and uh, you know if he gets up in a couple of days basically the, the the owner of the slave gets off scot free and uh, you know but if he dies yeah. You know, you gotta you yes. gotta kill the slave owner. Yes. So yes. He, he wanted to know how uh, how I. Uh, I guess justified, mm-hmm. you know, God's commandments and scriptures yeah. and that, and we we went back and forth. And I don't know if we ever got it resolved. Okay, but these are. But it was a good discussion, right? And these are questions, and this is the forum for that. Yes, kind of thing. exactly. It's these perfect, are the questions yeah. that we want to bring up before uh, uh, for people who are on the outside of the church looking in. Yep. And you know, these might be little things that they're mm-hmm. that they're that, that they're wrestling with. You know, if God is all good, mm-hmm. what about these little these what, little? You things? know, what's important about that though? It's also important for the people that are in the church that don't usually think about this stuff, right? Because let's admit it. Sometimes we again, you know, one of the things it says in Hebrews is that so many people come in and they experience this great grand thing, but they don't mix faith with it, right? And it's important. That's important because we can have this great experience and it feels good. But what happens when it doesn't? Or we don't understand something? Are we going to question everything? Right. Are we going to discover? And I think that's awesome. That well, like one of the topics that. he brought about brought up today that we were discussing just briefly, but actually before going home was, you know, I said, well, ultimately, okay, do you, God, mm. what do you do with this thing, God? And I'm always going to go back to that every show, yeah, because it all it all goes back to God. It all goes back to Christ. It, it what what yeah. are you going to do with this man, Jesus? Right. But I said, God. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in God? He said, yeah, I believe there's a God. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's your God. I don't know if it's the Jewish God. I don't know if it's the Hindu God. I don't know if it's this, that, and Now, so that's, those are true, mm-hmm. real, genuine questions, mm-hmm. I think, for any, any seeker. Sure. And now the Bible says, seek me and, you sh- and, and you'll still find me. And yeah. you diligently seek me. Yes. And He's a rewarder of, yes. dil- no, He's He's of those who diligently seek exactly. him. Yes. Now, he goes, well, that's what your Bible says. Mm-hmm. You know, so... I, I, I get where he's going, mm-hmm. but I think if any true, honest person says, okay, God, and this, this is where mm-hmm. I had to get to on my walk, mm-hmm. in my faith, is I was 17 years old, mm-hmm. and I finally had to wrestle with the question because I, I hated God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I hated God or I had excuses, whatever. It was mm-hmm. an excuse for God, whatever it is. But I had to wrestle with finally being cornered, who is God? Mm-hmm. And finally, I had to sit back and said, okay, I'm going to take at least on face value what that scripture says. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. All right, God, I say, and I say to everybody, and I profess to everybody, I don't believe in you. Mm-hmm. But, okay, I'm going to put you on the spot. Prove yourself to me. Mm-hmm. It's finally, I had to come to that point in myself. Mm-hmm. All Everything exterior, not influencing mm-hmm. me. Because you always want to go with the crowd and you know, your sure. friends and all that stuff. And I had to just sit back and say, God, all right, if you're real. If you're real, prove it. Mm-hmm. If you're real, and it was like the it was it was a thing in my heart. And I'm not going to go into my whole. Testament. How old were you? Seventeen. Okay, but I'm not going to go. I was seventeen when I got saved. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm not going to go into my whole testimony of mm-hmm. how that happened. But ultimately, end result was God did. Okay. Because He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek, seek him. him. Correct. And my heart was at a place where I said, "Fine. Yeah. Show yourself." Mm-hmm. Bible says, "Show yourself, yeah. uh, or to, to test him." You know, mm-hmm. In that thing, I'm testing him. Mm-hmm. You know, so my thing to Marcelo is, if that's really where you're at right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. if that's really where you're at right now, I challenge you, test him. Mm. He'll reveal himself mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. He will. He's not going to deny that. That's right. So that dovetails into this question. Yeah, I want to add to what you just okay, said. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm just no, it all up. don't, don't worry about it. The interesting, thing, I, I, there's a commentator. I won't mention his name. He's a popular uh, uh, show host, um, but he was mentioning how his son, 
a teenager, he had said to him, he said, you know, Dad, Dad I don't know if I believe in God. And his response, he, this is the road he's decided to take, but he just said, you know, he goes, okay, okay, good. He's like, so what are you going to do about it, though? Uh, how are you going to prove that it's that he's not real? Because, again, it's, get, again, it's about discovery. Yep. So he's like, until you have turned over every stone, mm -hmm. okay, have you done that? Do it. and Because I'm telling you, there's so many testimonies, and I know you know this, and it's easy to say this to somebody who who hasn't heard some of these stories before, but we, we see some of these great authors and these people that are great theologians now who said, I am going to go, I'm going over to, you know, such and such a place or over, in, you know, over overseas and I'm going to prove the book of Luke wrong. And they go there and when they get done, they're like, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. historically, factually, the evidence it's crystal clear. This is what the Bible says. It, it completely lines up with what I'm seeing before my own eyes and what the, what history has shown in, in every aspect. And that's the thing. I mean, historically speaking, too, when we always talk about history, it there hasn't been a time where it's been proven false. Right. And when you look at these other things, and I'm not trying to act like Mr. Theologian here, but when you look at all these other, you know, these religions and things like that, there's always something skewed off. And I don't know how you can justify that. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, how do you justify um, its authenticity? It's mm -hmm. the same thing they ask about the Bible. How do you justify the, the Bible's authenticity? Let me interrupt you for a second. Yeah. How is our audio, guys? Is everybody who is on and watching, can you hear us well? And before we continue? All right, yeah. Um, yeah. So, well... I look at it this way. I mean, wasn't it? By the way, we have tiny little minds, too, so we can only do so much. Right. We're talking about a great big God. Right. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I mean, I think the same thing with uh, uh, Josh McDowell. That's one of the and, authors I had in my, in my mind, actually. Okay. Talking about that. Yeah. And Lee Strobel. And Lee Strobel I think Josh they McDowell. both went out with that same idea. Because G. Strobel, That's what I was Lee thinking Strobel of, was, yeah. a, was a, an attorney, wasn't he? Was he an attorney or was he a legal? No, he was a he was a writer for the uh, whatever post. Thanks, Chris. Good. Um, he, he that was his point. He was he was a journalist. Mm -hmm. uh, he was a discovery mm -hmm. journalist. He was an investigative journalist. And basically, what he said was because he was a his wife had gotten saved, gotten involved in okay. a church. Okay. Um, and he got angry with her, and it caused all sorts of division in the marriage. Mm -hmm. and the other thing. He said, finally, I'll, what I'm going to do is I'm going to prove that this God, this Jesus that you worship, mm -hmm. is wrong. Yeah. It's absolutely wrong. So he, he went on to build a case. And then wound up in the process is of trying... Is that the case for Christ? Is that, yes. He's the one guy. In the process of trying to build a case yeah. against Christ, yes. he wound up proving, well, you know, there were witnesses. There yes. were 5,000. Right. You know, I'm... I'm really going against yeah. what I'm trying to do yeah. here, what my end yeah. game was, and yeah. he wound up getting saved from it. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Josh McDowell. He wrote a couple of books mm -hmm. about evidence that demands a verdict. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, historically, you can prove Jesus was real. Yes. Okay, yes. so if Jesus was real and these things that he claimed, just simply on the things that he claimed were real, mm -hmm. all right, so he was either an actor, a liar, or a lunatic. Right, you know? exactly. So, That's I mean, what you said, yeah. So you have to deal with those things. Yeah. So I think, you know, with... with but you said that, you, that's a perfect example, that one thing is important, witnesses. Right. So here's the thing, because that's the thing people say, well, well, how do you know that was this was real, this was real, this was real. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have to go by the this historical evidence, of course. Right. You know, there's statistical evidence and there's things that we can try to, like, conjure up. But then you can look at um, the fact that, for example, let me ask you a question. Was George Washington a real person? Absolutely. How do you know that? Historically documented. Historically and I've seen his document. signature on. And you've a seen his. <laughs> okay, but I, I, okay. If you and if you continue that route and keep going backwards, 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 that's what you do. Again, there's also witnesses. He's not alive anymore. Mm -hmm. So if we didn't, but then again, but there was witnesses, and there were so many witnesses around him that wrote numerous stories about him. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I mean, for example. You know, James, you know, you go, you can keep going. And all these people, Paul. How do you so, know those people were real? Right? 
witnesses and history, and it goes on. I'll, 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 I'll play right. the same question that they that they were putting right. out. Well, how do you know those people? Right, exactly. Well, wasn't the Bible written by a bunch of different men and got perverted over time? And this, right, that, yeah, right. I know it just goes on and on. Right, yeah. But I mean, if you are a true searcher yes. of the truth, yes, you can. We have the internet, man. Right, yeah, right. Okay. Exactly. I mean, yeah. there's there's garbage on it. And yes. Obviously, everything you read on the internet isn't true. Yes, but we have libraries. Yeah. We have. You really yeah. want to know? You really want to find the information? It's there to be found. Right, and that's the conversation you have with Marcelo, which, which right. that's a really good conversation that we should dissect at one time. Right. You said you wanted to dovetail into a question he had. Now, specifically yeah. the question he had. Yeah. Okay. Now, John, this, this is a scripture that okay. one of the scriptures that he's referring to. Okay. There are a couple that refer to it. The scripture he's referring to, or like it, is John fourteen six, okay. where Jesus says, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." Mm. Okay, mm -hmm. what does every adversary of Christianity, mm -hmm. what is their argument right. with that? They're frustrated. Jesus is, is the only He's way. He's the only way. But what's their argument to that? Well, you're so arrogant that Jesus is the only way. What about so-and-so in the jungle of yeah. somewhere who's yeah. never heard about Jesus? Well, there's a lot of people out there that have this. Well, it's like this. It's a wheel. Right. And there's a center and there's spokes in that wheel and everything leads to the same thing that's honky dory junk i'm sorry i mean i'm not trying it's not a knock at anyone it's just let's let's get real here there's there's not a spot right, well, well, you can't just believe in momo and say i'm gonna believe in momo and then get to against <laughs> to, to god right well, let's be specific yeah. with 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 his question okay if jesus is the only way to heaven yes only way to heaven okay what about, you just recently, what happened with that guy that went to that island that that has never had any civilian contact? Wilson? No. <laughs> okay. No, it wasn't the, what's that movie? Yeah, I don't know Tom right now. Um, <laughs> what about, there was just that, that Christian missionary who stupidly went out on his own, tried to contact. Of course, us. the Christian missionary. Always, it's always <laughs> going to be that guy. <laughs> who who went out, got, got in right. a boat, went on, went on yeah. uh, uh, this island that has had no human contact. Uh, didn't you hear about the story? And then he wound up getting killed by these people because they, you know, they just didn't want him. Right? <laughs> so Sorry. they they've never had any outside contact. No. Okay. Oh, I did hear about this actually. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so he was trying to go share the right. gospel, right? Because I mean, there's him... still tribes out there that do this stuff, right? So this is true. Yes. I, I, so I, I give the. I, all right. Sorry, I shouldn't knock the. Yeah. I shouldn't yeah. knock the Christian, but it was kind of dumb. Um, <laughs> but. I give him credit for trying to be brave and trying yeah. to do... Stop laughing! I'm sorry. <laughs> trying to be brave, trying to... Right. But these, this, these like, particular people have not heard the gospel. Right, and they're like cannibals or something like that, aren't they? What are they? What are they? They're just pretty... I heard they don't even know what fire is. Okay. So anyway, but anyway, the, what do you... Those people, as an example, mm -hmm. what do you do with them? Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're really having a good time with this, aren't you? <laughs> what do you do with them who have never heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, but... John fourteen six says, where Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Yeah. Yeah. I have an answer to that. I'm okay. asking you right now. You're asking me. What do you do with that? Okay. Well, we have our ideas, right, of who Jesus is, uh, who he is as far as who the, the way is. Um, and we also understand something else, too. And one of the biggest things, I think, is that we look at it as Jesus being the true red redemption story. Okay, mm -hmm. he came and he saved all of us. So we obviously, because of that. But I also believe in a God who's sovereign, mm -hmm. and obviously we can go. I think you have scriptures that you're going to go into in a second. But I, I don't. From a practical standpoint, I think that one of the biggest things is, is that he, he. I mean, it's it's he who has an ear, let him hear. And so we go we go that route. But I think that God is big enough to deal with that. We do our part, and that is to go spread the gospel, okay? But what I want to say, though, is that at the end, and not, not to, you want to say something, but I want to say that I always kind of go to this, you know, it's interesting. I think that in the end of all of it, we're all going to be surprised when the last final roll call of heaven kind of comes to play mm -hmm. of who's there and, and who's not. I, I just think that we try to logically process things that honestly aren't logical. I mean, some of the stuff is so supernatural and I got I mean look at, at the I've said this last week look at the universe just look at it do you know how crazy that is like I mean so this God who has this infinite wisdom 
literally, and we have this finite wisdom. That, that's why we the, the, the gospel says, ask for wisdom and he'll give it to you liberally because we need it from him. So these kinds of questions, I think, are, are, are interesting. But I think he's, I, I have to look at it like this, and that sounds so, I'm, I'm sorry it sounds so easy and simple, but I think he's big enough to figure that out. I don't think that he's going to leave any, if somebody didn't hear the gospel, I, I don't think that it's going to be just like, hey, buddy, you didn't hear this, so uh, you're out. No, I, I, I agree with you, but I want to take, I'm going to take Marcel's question seriously. Okay. On I, face, I mean, and I'm not. So. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I'm face value because he's, yeah. he's reading it strictly black and white. Jesus okay, says, Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay. I am the way, mm -hmm. the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Okay. So if you've never heard of Jesus. Oh, I get, see. Okay, so, right. But. You're not coming through Jesus. Right. Okay. So my point is, though, God also says in his word that he is not willing that any man should perish. Right, but all have eternal life. And it all yeah. comes to the saving knowledge of Jesus yeah. Christ. Now, I'm going to use my mother as an example. Mm -hmm. My mother died of cancer in 1989. Okay. Okay. Now, I did not know she was saved. But, so, I later found out she was saved. Okay. But this helped me with struggling mm -hmm. with this verse. With Before knowing she was saved, she was dying of cancer. And one of her last words were, I don't want to suffer anymore. Leave me alone. I want to go be with Jesus. Really? Okay. Those yeah. were her words. Yeah. We had never been to church. Mm -hmm. Well, that's no, that's wrong. That's an accurate statement. Sorry. We had been to church, but we only went to like the Mother's Day, the Christmas, the the Easter, and stuff mm -hmm. like that. You know, the big ones that everybody go that that they're a Christian on the holidays. Okay. Um. So, I was always led to believe, and I think this this, this it says you can only go you can only get through heaven through Jesus. Okay. Do you think, just for a second, now the God, Bible says we're not promised tomorrow. I right. know that. Yes. But do you think, just for a second, those who don't believe or those who haven't had the opportunity to hear mm -hmm. that God is sovereign enough, God is merciful enough, mm -hmm. God is big enough, that in a blink of an eye, before you pass from this life into the next, that he could visit you and give you that opportunity? I think that he is. Because that was what I was thinking. Because I didn't know that my mother wanted... Mm -hmm. I found out in a miraculous story my mother did get saved. But I didn't know that at the time. Okay. So in my adolescent 17-year-old mind, yeah. I was thinking, he gave her an opportunity mm -hmm. right before she passed. That mm -hmm. gave me hope. Yeah. Which, by the way, frustrates some people. Because they what? These people live this way their whole lives, and I and I try to do the right thing, and, and then all of a sudden they just have this chance before they die. Yeah. 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 Well, you know. That's how, that's called real love. But. Which, it, by the, I'm sorry, stay on your point. By the way, please uh, feel free to chime in. We'd love to hear what you guys' thoughts are on this on this topic of uh, of the only way being through Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, this is an open, open yeah, discussion. Text this it, isn't, please. This isn't just for us to talk about. This is it. for everybody to talk about. So if you want to get involved, feel free to get involved. So, but that that was my my. My perception, yes, was that look, my mom got an opportunity. She was given one um, right before mm -hmm. she she uh, she left this world. So who's to say God's not merciful like that? Mm. And also, I don't think us knowing that God is so good, He's also not the type of person that says this is the only way, mm -hmm. the only way that it can happen. Mm -hmm. It's almost like He's saying it's uh, from looking at it in a black and white perspective like that. It's almost like He's got the game rigged. Mm -hmm. God's not so unjust that he kind of like hides the eight ball, mm -hmm. you know, type deal. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and this person brings up a, a, a good point. Slow to anger, rich in mercy, abounding in love. Right. So That's our God. That's our God. Yeah. God is a perfect, righteous judge. Okay. Although we don't understand all his ways, he somehow reveals the simple truth of the gospel to everyone through his word. These people that are off in... These arbitrary everybody uses this this jungle people that mm -hmm. never get to mm -hmm. never get to hear about Jesus. Right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the Bible also I says <laughs> he, he reveals his truth in yeah. his creation. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, you yes. Keep going. That's a great point. I'm glad you brought this up actually. Yes. Okay. He reveals his truth in his creation. Yes. Now the only way through the only way anyone's getting to heaven, simple answer, mm -hmm. is through Jesus. Yeah. Okay? Yes. So when you're standing before mm -hmm. God, mm -hmm. 
on Judgment Day. Yeah. You are responsible for the knowledge mm-hmm. that you have been given. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Whether somebody shared the gospel with you, whether you can just ultimately walk out your front door mm-hmm. and see all this magnificent creation that, that scream his glory. Yes. That scream to him. Yes. You are still responsible. I'm bringing it right back That's to fine. Jesus Christ. Yes. You're responsible for your knowledge. Yes. If what's holding you from believing Jesus Christ is what some jungle people haven't received, mm-hmm. listen, I've given you the opportunity right. to receive. Yeah. Don't let don't let your victory, mm-hmm. don't let your your reward mm-hmm. hinder on this decision of whether or not Mr. Cluck Cluck out in some right. jungle somewhere hasn't heard the gospel. So right. what are you going to mm-hmm. do with it? Right. What are you, what? That's the question. We're always thinking about what other people are doing or why they're doing it. Or are they going to do it when really just we should be looking at ourselves and saying, what am I going to do? Let's, 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 let's kind of buck up a little bit and talk about ourselves and say, what's my choice, though? Because we all have our own choice. We're all going to stand before God on our own, not somebody else. It's not going to be me and my wife and my kids. It's going to be me. I'm going to give an account for my life. And what choices did I make? How, how, what did I decide? Right. And you said something really awesome, though, was about crea- mm-hmm. creation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's the first thing you said that was awesome. But it was, uh, it was about... <laughs> but it was about <laughs> I have nuggets every once in a while. But it was about creation. And he does he does say that in his word. He, that in, through his creation. I mean, it's it's obvious. And that's what's beautiful about creation. Like, we can look and say, oh, my gosh, look what God did. And, um, and I think that he is big enough. And I heard a great thing about... I think it was Muslims or something like that that were getting uh, getting saved. You know how they were getting saved? Maybe you heard this already? Through dreams. Right. They were having these radical dreams and they were just like, they, they couldn't shake them. And they'd get up and be like, oh my gosh, they didn't even know who Jesus was. And he, he was re- revealing himself to them. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about you, but that's... Is God holy? He is holy. Is he just? He is just. Okay. He's holy. He's just. Is he all loving? He's all loving. Okay, all so, powerful. So, will God always do what is right? He will always do what's right. He will not do anything outside of His word. Right. So, although it says the only way through the only way to get to heaven is through yeah. Jesus, yeah. He's always going to do what's right. It's when we die, whether hearing mm-hmm. the gospel or mm-hmm. not. It's going to be through Jesus yeah. that we get in. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get. I, I don't know. I, it doesn't matter what time you come to the party. The fact of the matter is, you get to the party. Okay, I mean, I mean, the the Bible says it uh, was talking about the what about the the the, the land worker that uh, the guy who owned the vineyards and had the, you know, he went out and got helpers mm-hmm. at the at the early hours of the morning. Yes, and they came and they worked, mm-hmm. and then midday he went and got more workers. Mm-hmm. They came and they worked, yep. and at the end of the day. He right. went and got more workers. They came and they worked. At the end of the day, the different reward, times. They're all different all times. got the same. But the pay. reward was all yeah. still the yeah, same. Exactly. Okay, so it doesn't matter what time the, you, you get to yeah. the party. Yeah. The point is, you get to the party. The right. reward is still the same. Exactly. Yeah. So when we die, yeah. hearing Jesus, hearing the the, the gospel message mm-hmm. or not, mm-hmm. if God says the only way to get to the Father is through Christ. Well, the only way you're getting in is through Christ. How he does it, I don't know. Right. And I think, again, it goes it goes to that, that whole thing. Is it, is it we, we don't know. We, we can utilize the the information that we have. Well, like I said, you're going to be yeah. responsible for what you know. I'm going to be responsible for what I know. Right. Exactly. And and the Bible says to study and show yourself approved. Right. And the only way to, to know is, what, what does Romans say? Mm-hmm. Faith comes from hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Right. So that's how it's going to get yeah. across. It doesn't stop us from having to uh, uh, relinquishing us of the responsibility mm-hmm. of going and ministering to mm-hmm. all these people because they need to have the opportunity. The gospel. Mm-hmm. There's people being dying every day without Christ. Yeah. But God, don't you think God is mighty enough and sovereign enough that He can orchestrate the pieces to whoever it is that's going to mm-hmm. minister to these people mm-hmm. and the ones that don't get ministered to? Don't you think He has a way for them too? Yes, and I know they don't live on some island, but I saw that happen in my own life. And you said seventeen. I was seventeen when I got saved, and it's interesting because it was my sister, who, my older sister, who actually got saved first. And then it was, and then after that, it was my it was my my brother in law, obviously Chris, and they were they were together forever. So he's like my big brother. And that whole thing was was amazing. Now I was seventeen, and I never had an issue growing up. I, I always believed in, in God. Oh, well, you had issues. I did. I, I, I had some I had some issues. I did. You are an issue. I I, I am. I'm still working progress. I tell people I don't have issues. I have the subscription. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dinner. Go ahead. No, that's all right. That, that makes a lot of sense now. But um, 
basically, uh, you know, the thing is, though, is that, I mean, literally, I mean, I look back and I never, ever questioned if there was a God. I never did. I just, I never did. I mean, my dad taught me about God. I mean, I knew about God. Um, however, I, I, I didn't know the, in the depth. Like, I mean, I, well, I, and I also came to that place of, like, where I came to the end of myself where I had to make a decision of what I was going to believe in. It was either, it was either suicide or it was, or it was drugs or alcohol or it was all this other stuff or it was like, I don't want any of that, but I don't know anything else. And this life, it's just plain right stinks. I don't want to be a part of this because if this is it, this is, this is just not living. And I just came to the end of myself and it was interesting how God orchestrated all of that. My sister Tara saying all this to me at the time, nonsense, like get your church stuff and get it away from me right now. Right. Even though I, I, I mean, was there too, my looking, sister. Looking at it now, I'm like, oh my gosh. And I, 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 I always tell her now, I'm like, I mean, I remember after that apologizing, oh my gosh, you don't even know. Like that stuff was amazing. But then my brother-in-law, of course, watching him all of a sudden, this big tough football player come to, to know the Lord. And then they, and they just started loving me. You know, I was this rebellious kid, but I was really just hurt, depressed. Right. And next thing you know, it's just like, God did it. I mean, I literally, I was at the end of myself. I go, I, I went to church. It was Pastor Jerome's like first time preaching. I mean, I literally he just gave a salvation message. I didn't even really know what was going on, but I, there's just something that was prompting me, mm -hmm. and that's what I wanted to kind of get to a little bit. Is there's something called the Holy Spirit, right? And it's and there's a power of God that that we can't fully grasp. But I can tell you personally, and again, like you said, you said to, to seek Him, and He will reveal Himself to you. And guess what? I sought Him, mm -hmm. and He absolutely revealed Himself to me in a in a way that I can't explain. That is so amazing, but you can't, it's something that happens on the inside that you can only express as much as you possibly can on the outside. Well, and it, and it you know, and to take Marcel's question to the point is, well, how do you know it's your God? And yeah. you know, how do you know it's not the Buddhist? It's not the Hindu. It's not, it's not Allah. It's not yeah. Allah. Because I think personally. Did, oh, did Marcel, did, did he, did you ask the question about the island people? Is that what he was? Oh, we've joked around about that. Okay. So Marcel, I, Marcel, I think that you should get saved and go to that island. <laughs> I think that's oh, your, great. your you quest. Oh, great. You're signing death warrant? No, that's your quest, all right? <laughs> but I so think. I'm not going. And I, and I will use Josh McDowell. I think this is one yeah. that I remember saying this first was, Okay, you you want to know if it's Muhammad? You want to know if it's Confucius? Do you want to know if it's Buddha? Do you want to know if it's the Christian God? If you want to know it's that, you said there's there's something really cool. Personally, I'm gonna say this on my own aspect. Mm. I think the Bible is the only one that you can test and prove itself true. I agree 100 percent with you. Yes. Now, but in retrospect, in in the natural, and people want to do this because yeah. there's a lot of people that are analytical yes. and that really like to search through things. Yeah. Josh McDowell said it perfectly. Okay. Go visit Confucius' grave. He's there. Right, yeah. You go go and visit Muhammad's grave. Mm -hmm. He's there. Yeah. Go visit Buddha's grave. Yeah. He's there. Mm -hmm. and, and go visit Jesus' tomb. Not there. Not there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, but what if they moved him and what if they put him somewhere else? Oh, the great conspiracy. Right. Yeah, okay, yeah. well, for if they moved him, yeah. all those people that died for that cause, mm -hmm. do you think at some point somebody would have broke and just... And just reveal. I mean, like the U.S. government, you can't hold a secret. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you, there's there's no great conspiracy because if they moved him or if they they hid the body, listen, they all a lot of the disciples, all, all of them except for one or two, mm -hmm. all wound up dying for the cause. Yeah. They went to their grave for the cause. So you think if they just hid the Bible to prove their or hid the body to prove their point? Right. Yeah. No. No. Because if as Paul said, if the resurrection isn't true. Mm -hmm. Everything that we pre we preach is in vain. Yes, right, right, because that's that's the reality. Right. I mean, so that that's so yeah, that's a great that, that was a great question, Marcelo. And we're it already at eight thirty. Yeah, and it sounds like you guys are are hitting it off at work all the time. Oh, so yeah, 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 you guys yeah. are going to keep going at it. Um, I, I and yeah. I'll publicly I'll publicly yeah. repent and apologize. I've gotten heated in, in yeah. our discussions. Yeah. And he's uh, not sorry though. Don't. don't. <laughs> All right, yeah. never mind. <laughs> We're done. Yeah, yeah, We're right. done with that topic. No, he is sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, anybody else want to chime in? How many people we got watching right now? We just got three people watching. Right yeah, now. that's all right, though. Okay. So, uh, do we want to... Let's move on. Chris, are you on? Chris, yeah. Chris, if you're on, I want to get into your topic before we dive into anything and lose anything. 
So I gave you my phone number. If you want to call our phone, we are going to get you on and get you live. Yeah. Um, so Chris, call in. I want to see my, my phone light up, and then we're going to touch on your topic. But in the interim, yeah. um, are you satisfied with those answers? I'm satisfied. All right, you're I mean, satisfied. We, we discussed it. I mean, we discussed it. We, we discussed, discussed it. You're sure. We we discussed it. So it was okay. a good it was a good discussion. And there's a lot, so much more to dissect into that. I mean, we'd have to have a couple hours here. Marcelo melted more like melted more like it. <laughs> melted more like it. <laughs> yes, I melted. I, I yeah. yeah. Um. Did are, are we while we're waiting for Chris? Yeah, I want Chris to call in. Yeah. I want to talk about his topic. I uh, basically his topic was um, perception. But guys, by the way, it's the Ken and Mike show. Please tune in every Tuesday from eight to nine. Ooh. Love to have you tuning in. I think Chris is calling in right now, and here we go. Chris right. Manchuk. Hey Mike, hey Ken, how you doing? I'm good. How are you doing, man? I like that. He's got, he's got yeah. a New York accent. How you, you got, doing? How you doing? How you doing? Yeah. How you doing? Hey, now we're just chilling, got a coffee, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hey, so, I'm going to give you the floor, Chris, because you would, you would text me um, a, a, a very awesome point that you brought up, and um, I want you to go into that, and then we're going to discuss it. So, why don't you give us a, a, the, the rundown of what you wanted to talk about? First of all, I want to preface it with how amazing... God is because Kenny opened up the entire show with I wrote down some notes and he started out with how are you feeling one of the very first notes that I have written down is faith is not a feeling mm. <laughs> that's right so I, I wanted to call the second you guys started the show <laughs> <laughs> I really did well we were doing we were doing that just to play around yeah yeah I know but, but I'm just saying it's a good point you know, though um what I brought up was the world's perception of who we are compared to God's perception of how who, Now, what do you mean by who we are? Christians? Those of faith? Yeah. Okay. So, who the world tries to tell us we are. What we're, what ah, we're yeah. capable of. Yep. What, what we should and should not do. What we should give our time to. How we should feel. And that, that's a big one. How we should feel. Because, you know, I, I just felt like it tied in so much with, you know, I, I mean, bring up the topic of abortion. A lot of times that's based on a feeling. Right. And a feeling is temporary. Mm-hmm. All right, so let me ask you a question. So from your experience, how does the world perceive Christians? Oh. <laughs> I know what I want to say, but I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. How does the okay. world... Here, here, here's what. The world puts its faith in what it can see, touch, and is tangible. Mm. Regardless of its merit. As long as it's tangible, then it must be true. We believe in, Christians believe in something that for the most part cannot be seen. Mm-hmm. It can be felt, but you have to, you know, you have to have faith. Mm-hmm. You have to believe. You have to plug into it. Yeah, exactly. So this is, this is, this is where we, we come to like the confusion that, you know, faith is being put into a feeling. That, that is one of the main things that I had. Like, Americans, they feel this way this week, and all the faith is put into that feeling. Mm-hmm. And then it swings, and you watch the entire country swing and put its faith into another feeling. And, you know... Well, let, let me ask you a question. We're going to talk... Until, uh, I mean, we'll get really into the heart of it. <laughs> but if you were to base everything in your life and everything that you that you put your hands to in life, based on how you felt, mm-hmm. how fruitful would that be? Because I know I felt really positive and encouraged by yeah. certain things, and ten minutes later, the second you test me on mm-hmm. it or something like that, how do your feelings go? <laughs> yeah, they, they go right down. Right. That's yeah. the thing. It's empty. It's hollow. It'll crush. It implodes. It's temporary. It's not based on anything. Yeah. There's no substance to it. Right. It's just a feeling. It's, yeah. it's a temporary thing. You know, God's word is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Right. You know, it, it, it's based upon something. That's why they call it the rock on which we stand. Mm-hmm. You know? So, so what you're saying is, well, what you're asking is, so what is the the world's, yeah. what is the world's perception of who we are? 
And what and what are we? Or so the other. So yeah. I guess we have to we have to define a few yeah. things. What is the world's perception of who we are? Yeah. What is our perception of who we are? Mm -hmm. In reality, who are we? And how are we moved as well? In in general, because he made a great point about that about being moved by these certain things. And we and and you know it's interesting that you say that because again, joke in the in the beginning of the show, joking around about feelings. You know, because it, it's funny because. Feelings and emotions are ob obviously important, but they're just indicators of something else. They're not what we, uh, you know, get led by. You know, that's not wisdom and discernment. Feelings and emotions don't lead, aren't, aren't what we use as wisdom and discernment. Like, I feel this way, my emotions are saying this, but we, we can use those. But ho however, um, the what we're you made a good point about we're swayed by certain things. This week it's something, some, but sometimes it's a it's a moment by moment basis that we change. And the thing is, is is the right now, for example, the media is really good at doing this. And what they do is they play on the emotions of the public. Mm -hmm. They play on it so that they can get you to think according to a certain agenda and people do that in their own personal lives as well depending on whether they want to manipulate you whether they you know if it's a competition of course if someone's selling you a car mm -hmm. you know what they don't want to tell you the whole truth they want to tell you a little bit of something so that you'll buy right so and that's what happens with the media as well and i think it's something yeah. new every week or every day yes it's something I mean, new every day glad that the, the guy that what we put our value on is unchanging right so right, and so and if they can change our curriculums, if they can change certain things in students' lives, if they can start to brainwash them in certain things, they start to believe something according to their agenda, and instead of letting them seek it for themselves. So, for example, one thing I, I'm big on, Chris. I don't know if you would, if you guys agree with this. But, I mean, if not, then you, I mean, you guys are wrong, and I'm right. Well, of course. Yeah. So, but no. But the thing is, is that for example, if you're in school, would you would you agree with this? Um, would you want somebody to force Christianity down your throat? No. Okay. Would you want somebody to force atheism down your throat? No. So how about put it all on the table and let the child, not, not a little tiny two-year-old, but I'm saying when you, as they grow, when they have that time where they can think, read this for yourself and discover. You, you come up, because it's, again, it's got to be a personal decision. Do you think that they should be able to decide for themselves if they believe in God or not? Mm -hmm. Because I think what we're doing is we're saying, the, the schools, evolution, 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 all right? And I'm trying not to get off topic, but I'm just trying to say evolution, 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 and not showing, okay, if you're going to do that, then show the biblical aspect too and let the kid decide, not you. Don't push something down their throat. Give them both sides and then let them decide. My argument to that is, okay, fine, we'll give them the biblical. Well, yeah. well I have to agree with that because I mean, you guys brought up the, the point before. Faith comes by hearing, right. okay? And if nobody hears the word, then how can they, you know, they, they put their faith in what they hear, what somebody speaks. If somebody speaks, you know, horrible things about you your whole life, you believe that. That's so a great believe, point, Chris. Excellent point. Excellent point. Yep. You hear something long enough, yep. and you hear it over and over and over again, you start to believe it. Whether it's true or not, yeah, and you start the church and state. Yeah. But, <laughs> and you start to believe and you start to believe that other people believe that about you too. Right. Exactly. Great point, man. Well, no, that, that that's a perception. That's a great point. Yourself, and then it alters perception of how you see the world, how you see Christians. You know, I mean, most people that, I, I, I don't know, I, I believe most people that hate us, hate themselves. You know what? I know what you're saying. I do know what you're saying. I mean, I, that's a harsh I, statement, but that's somehow, what I, they're dissatisfied with their life. Mm -hmm. They're missing something, they're lacking something. Mm-hmm. So well, isn't don't you think, Chris? Though ultimately, we're all searching for something, and oh, some, something to fill that void. Now, there's nothing we hear every weekend mm -hmm. from the pulpit. There is nothing that's going to satisfy mm -hmm. more than Jesus Christ. Right. Nothing can fill that void. So everybody, I, I liken it to like um, the wealthy. Okay. The wealthy, what do you give a rich man who has everything? Why are you talking about me? Oh, well, if, if, well, I'm about to say, if you're going to identify with, we have a problem. But oh. uh, with the wealthy people, they have everything, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And why do we find a lot of rich people getting into... Uh, drugs? Drugs, problems, homosexuality. Depression. Depression, because 
that money is no longer satisfying anything. Yeah. They're always searching for something yeah. else. Yeah. You know, they're you know they've already conquered. They're looking for the next conquest. Mm -hmm. They've already conquered the markets. Yeah. So they, they 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 already have that. What is my next thing? Because they've already accrued so much financial mm -hmm. wealth. You know, there's only so big your bank account get until you just realize, okay, now I'm just adding to it just for yeah, the sake of right. adding to it. So now they're like, oh, what's my next conquest? Mm -hmm. Well, now it's going to be children. Mm. Now it's going to be uh, Bob across the street. Yeah. You know, it's it's these these perversions that come into the mind. They're always looking for satisfaction in something else. Mm -hmm. They're never going to find it. It's like scientists. Well, well, that's something that's been built, I believe, by our creator, though. Like, uh, we, I, I talked to you about this before. Um, we're, we're all built to look to worship something, mm. whether it be money, status, car, I mean, I'm sure even that tribe you were talking about. Right. There's some kind of idol that they worship. And it's, that's not a taught behavior that is built in by our Creator. Excellent We're point. designed to worship. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and, and that's the point. We'll emphasize the point that you just made. Everybody, everybody that's watching, mm -hmm. every single person, whether you like it or mm -hmm. not, is worshiping something. 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 Mm -hmm. Everybody has a master. Mm-hmm. And the scripture says you can't choose to you can't serve two mm -hmm. masters. Okay? So you're gonna have to and also have your boots in the other side of the fence. Right. Somebody said something really, really, really profound to me that really made a mental image for me. Yeah. If you're a man mm -hmm. and you're riding both sides of the fence, mm. something in between is getting hurt. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> you can't you can't be on both sides right, of the fence. Right. Something is going to get hurt. Right. So you know, you got you got to choose, and, and, and uh, what is this? a double-minded man is, is, is unstable in all his ways. Unstable in all his ways, yeah. So, uh, yeah. You know, well, that's, that's excellent point, back, Chris. You're exactly you're worshiping something. Yeah, it's like the myth of the third kingdom. Like, there is no third. Kenny's there still losing it over here. What's that? So, no, Kenny's still losing it. Totally in the there. moment. Oh, he's, mm. he's losing it because of the visual image. Huh? Yes. No. No. <laughs> I'm trying to lose that too. Come on, go ahead. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe I said that live. No, it's all right. So, no, Chris, please go ahead. That you, what you said is so right on, though. We, I think it's so fascinating because we are we we're all made to worship. We were. We know that. I mean, as Christians, it's easy for us to say we we've acknowledged that we believe it, and you know, and and you know, sometimes that stuff isn't so much taught as it is caught. Right. You know, some things. And mm -hmm. and we start doing that, and the next thing you know, of course, we want to go spread that because it's just like, oh my gosh! And it's again, like you mentioned something about feelings, and all these different and different things that happen in our lives. It's called happiness, happiness, and we know this. It comes and it goes mm -hmm. so quickly, and but there's one thing that we know that that doesn't true true joy. Joy doesn't go. It means even in the midst of sorrow, we can still have this inner. Joy, knowing, okay, because we're not looking at the here and now. We're not looking at tomorrow. We're looking at what we have our citizenship in, which is not this world. It's not this life. It's heaven. That's where our citizenship is. That's where that's that's where we're located, really. And that's, I mean, that's our heritage. And that's a, that's a that's that's where we're from. I mean, if you will. So, unfortunately, though, like like, like well, I think you we got a little bit off topic, though. I mean, no, I mean that's what he said, though. Right. Well. It also, it, we started off with perception. Yeah. So, yeah. But, you know, because we, we have 12 minutes here that's left. Yeah. So. But this is good stuff. No, this is great stuff. And unfortunately, it looks like we're going to we're gonna have to. Oh, we have so much to talk about. So much other I wanted to talk about Caitlyn Jenner. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> did you change so, it? Okay, so, transi uh, transition, transgender, transition. Um, so, transitioning back to what you were saying, Chris. Perception. What. How do we approach the world, if you want to use that word loosely, mm. how do we change the perception, if we need to change it, but what do you, how do you see it? Change the perception of Christianity? Well, you were saying that the, how the world perceives us differently than what we actually are. Well, I, my, actually, I was saying how the world perceives themselves. Oh, okay. How God I misunderstood how the God question then. His children. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. the individual, the non-believer, how they see themselves. Okay, how they see themselves. Well, I'll tell them yeah. how they should see themselves. They were they were created for, like for a purpose. They were created yeah. for a purpose. Uh, that's number one. Yeah. Number two, you were created in the likeness and the image of God. Yes. All right. So, if you were created in the likeness and image of God, that places an intense amount of value mm -hmm. on you. Yes. 
Okay, that you're so valuable, mm-hmm. and it all goes back to Christ. Yeah, that He sent His Son yeah. to die for you. Yes. So, and again, if that, and if you were the only person mm-hmm. on the earth, He would have done that for you. And I think you said that word, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's so good. Is value? Right. What do we place our value in, and do we think that we're valuable enough? Because sometimes we go around life just trying to prove something. But guess uh-huh. what? Before before God, guess what? It's that's not that's not what anything we have to do ever. We don't have to try to be valuable and try to make ourselves worthy or or something else. It's just giving up and saying, "Man, God, you place so much value on me that you paid for me, right? With everything you had." So where do you get your identity? So where do you get your identity? And it's interesting you said about identity. Uh, we weren't, we're not going to go into to the gender, gender identity, but I wanted to say one thing that kind of went along with that, though, is in this world, that's the reality we we all struggle with at some time, at some point in our lives, until we come face-to-face with Christ, with an identity crisis. We don't know our role in life, and we don't know what we're supposed to be doing or what we're here for. But when we find that, some people find it in their job or their this, and then we talked about that, but... Our true role in life and our true identity in life is that what you just said. We are children of God when we accept Him. To, you know, I, I, th- that's the greatest question that's ever asked in the world. What is the meaning of life? Mm. You know, I, I texted to one of my friends on New Year's Eve. I said, to bring glory to God. Mm. That is it. That is it. It's been answered. The, the book that answers the question that they, the world considers the greatest question ever asked. And what does it it's mean? Very simply contained in those pages. Yes. And what does it mean to bring glory to God? What does it mean to bring glory to God? Yeah. If that is our, if our purpose, our, our ultimately our purpose is to worship Him and give Him glory. Mm-hmm. What yeah. What does that look like? What does that look like? It looks like love. It looks like generosity. It looks like all the attributes. I mean, it's laid out of pretty clearly. The yeah. attributes of Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. For, again, for, like you said, what it looks like to bring glory to God. For for and for His glory, because sometimes we do things that are nice and we want to pat on the and back, it like empty, wow. and it works. yeah. And it means nothing. I said at the top of the show, no. it's all about me. Yeah, it, <laughs> Chris, that's excellent. Yeah, absolutely. You're right, and it is exactly a great way to kind of somewhat, sort of end this segment, only because of the time aspect. But again, all glory goes to God and if it doesn't then honestly I guess we have to ask ourselves if that's not what we're doing then what are we doing right at the end of our lives what is it leaving our hair a hair an inheritance or you know something for our children a legacy, or a whatever, legacy whatever it may be for what though for a world that is passing and not because of global warming by the way <laughs> but a world that is it's climate change right right, right right I know leave it alone I know but again, we we know, and and you know, and and Mike, you know, we 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 see this stuff, and we're not, you know, I, mean, I don't mean to use a, such a, a word, but we're not idiots. I mean, it's it's obvious what's happening in the world that people are just being uh, honestly just manipulated into thinking something well, that's not they're real. They're looking for something. They're looking they're, for they're something. Searching and they're just taking. And and, and ultimately, it comes down to Christ. It can only be found in Christ. Yeah. Um, Hey, Chris, we're going to cut you off, unfortunately. Sorry. Thank you for calling in. No problem. Um, We we have six minutes left in the show here, so I I want to do a recap, and then I also want to touch on what we're obviously going to have to go into the next show with. Yeah. So thank you for calling, Chris. Thanks so much, brother. Have a great night. You You too, too, brother. God bless, bro. Okay. So that was an excellent call, and I'm telling you what. Chris, by the way, uh, thank you again for calling. And by the way, he is a worshiper. Yes, he is. You know, and he yes. does so with his uh, guitar. Mm-hmm. And um, and he and I'll tell you what, he does it with all of his heart. And uh, and not only that, you know what's awesome about Chris? And I want to give a plug for him, is that he's teaching others to do the same. Mm-hmm. He's I I watch other people, younger guys coming up playing guitar. And you know why they're playing? It's because of Chris. He's awesome. He's awesome. And not only that, I he's a heart. great teacher. Yes, I love his heart. Um, wow, we we didn't even touch half of what we were going to talk about. Today. No, but it's so juicy. I, I um, want to get to it. Uh, yeah, we want to talk, we wanted to do, we wanted to go into the transgender. Yeah, thing. not that that's funny, but it just oh, there's just so I, much there's to so say much about there it. with the transgender. We wanted to go into the transgender. 
and we wanted to talk about yeah. Trump's wall. Yeah. Um, wh- how that pertains to the Christian faith perspective. Because yeah. there's so much good um, stuff there. All of this was supposed to be through the faith yeah. perspective. Yeah. Um, hey, guys, those of you who are watching this, please don't for- please share this video. Mm. I mean, you can click on it right now and click share. It'll be too yeah. late now. Do I mean, it now. We only have six minutes left in the show. Do it. But people know you're watching. Um, we are also creating a uh, another Facebook page. Mm. That's going to be dedicated just to this show. Mm-hmm. So you'll no longer see Mike Hansen is live. Um, you'll, you're going to see the other show. But we need to get everybody over there liking it, subscribing mm-hmm. it. We are on YouTube now. Yeah, we're on um, YouTube. Find us on YouTube. Yeah. Like it. Share the guts out of it. Because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, uh, we we really this needs to be a platform. There are people that are hurting. There are people that are seeking. There are yeah. people that 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 have legitimate questions. By the way, and that's the thing we want to hear from you. And doesn't matter if you agree with us. That's the point. We right. want to hear from you, and we want to make this a platform, like you were saying, for and and for a platform to answer some of these yeah. questions. Um, I didn't see a lot of interaction tonight on on the uh, on the messenger. Please chime in, make yeah. comments, write, uh, have questions, because I want to open this up. This is we ultimately need to get people at the f- yeah. at the footsteps or at the feet of the throne. Yeah, and we want to hear your opinion. Right. That's the thing so we do. We, you know, wh- why aren't what what is holding you back from saying yes to Jesus? Mm. What? Why are you forsaking the gathering of the brethren? Mm-hmm. Why aren't we in church? What What is off putting mm-hmm. by us stuffy nosed legalistic Christians? Right. Right. What I mean. This is that we they need to have these questions. Yes. We need to have this dialogue. Yeah. Let's break down these barriers. We're also we're gonna get controversial. Mm-hmm. I want to have a show dedicated. To See, there it is again. I want to. I want to have a show. <laughs> we should have a show. <laughs> okay. Dedicated uh, to race. Yes. Relations. Yes. And I was talking to a couple people. Yep. I won't mention their names. Yep. But I would like us all to get. Around a table, yeah, and just hash this stuff out. Yeah, it might get ugly. It might, yeah. Which, okay. by the way, on on the, on the race issue, and some of these people, some of them come from a faith perspective, and guess what? They we some some of us don't agree, but that's right. the point because it's great because we can all. Hey, are there Christian Republicans? There are. Are there Christian Democrats? There are. We we still believe in the same guy. We do. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. So we we need to hash this yeah. stuff out. Yeah, and it might get ugly. Yeah. But I would like to see us all gather around a table. Yeah. Let's throw it out there. Why are there stereotypes that we believe? Yes. Okay. Why do... You know, I don't need to get into the details right now, but let's have these discussions. Mm. It will be awesome. Yep. This is a great platform for it. We can get everybody together. Yeah. And the only way... Because right now, we are so focused on how we're different mm-hmm. and how we're pointing fingers at each other. Yeah. That was it. Was the scripture say God commands the blessing and unity? Yeah. Okay. So if we're constantly at odds with each other, mm-hmm. blaming each other for mm-hmm. for every known world problem, mm-hmm. there's no unity. Yeah. So the blessing's not there. Mm-hmm. If we can come together and dispel all these stereotypes, dispel yeah. all this anger and animosity yeah. that we have towards yeah. each other, we will be more fruitful yeah. as a union going forward. That we can throw all that stuff out and say it's no longer white and black, Latino, Asian, right. Arab, or whatever. And they make it's, one important point too, by the way, because it's not a. This is so true. You hear, you might have heard this before. But it's it's not about who is right. Right. It's about what, what is right. Is right. Right. Correct. That and that's that's where we need to get to. Because conflict yeah. is good. Yeah. Conflict. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah. It helps us understand better. And that's how that's called discovery as well. And conflict makes us stronger. It builds Kenny, builds our character. I'm not always going to agree with you. Yes, you will. You will. You're not I'm always not. going to agree that's with right. me. That's right. Yes. You should. I'm always right. 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 But because, like I said, I say I all the time because yeah. it is about me. Right. I don't know, I know when that. you're going to learn. I know. I know. But I know. <laughs> I've already learned that. But so we need. I think we need to get together and mm-hmm. we need to have these conversations. Let's yeah. have the cu- tough conversations. Yeah. Let's have the tough questions. Yeah. Tell me why you think Christians are nothing but bigoted POSs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk yeah, about let's it. Let's do it. And let's let's be real about yeah. it. We'll, we'll break it down individually, yep. precept upon precept. Yeah, whatever. Every little detail. So we can finally dispel mm-hmm. it all, mm-hmm. start from start from yep. a sl- clean slate, yep. and let, let's move forward. Instead of always just pointing out the differences, let's right. hold hands, not point fingers. But it takes that thing of, I'm going to come to the table. Right. Yeah, and I see that. By the way, I want to tell you something. If, I, if, if we're at the round table, I want to be Lancelot. <laughs> 
Okay. Okay. You're not Arthur, by the way, either. (laughs) Ah, too bad. I was about to say it too. I was about to say it too. (laughs) But uh, they all die in the end anyway. So Uh, that's true. Anyway, uh, we're at the end, aren't we? Nine oh one. Yeah, nine oh one. Thank you for watching, everybody. Please share this video. Thank you so much. Um, This is going to be a great platform to answer some of those tough questions. You have topics? Please send them into us. Uh, Yeah. Message me. Message the page. We want to. We want to have these tough questions. Yeah, we want. We want to answer stuff. Yeah, and, and uh, please let us know what you think of, of the show. Gonna, Kenny's not going to have all the answers. Right, I'm not. I, I won't. Uh, um, I'll find them for him. <laughs> <laughs> but again, the Ken and, and then the Mike show. So we're really glad that you guys <laughs> tuned in. Please just come and have fun with us, though. It's not. It's not a. It's not a crazy debate. Of course, right. it can be, but that's fun. Again, thank you, everybody. Come on and join us every Tuesday, 8 o'clock, right here. And God bless you guys. The Ken and Mike Show.